today on Radio Italiana. We answer the question that many of you have been asking. What's the difference between Italians and Italian-Americans? Which ones are the real deal? Plus Italian news, food, music, and event. Coming right up on the Italian radio show. La più piano e nessuno sentirà Il nostro amore lo viviamo io e te Nessuno sa la verità Nel cielo che ci guarda da lassù Insieme a te io resterò Amore mio, sempre così Alla più piano e vieni più vicino a me Voglio sentire gli atti tuoi So welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network out of the beautiful Palm Springs, California area. We're broadcasting to you live down here in Southern California on KMET, 1490 AM or 98.1 FM. Or you might be hearing us in other parts of the country because we have many wonderful affiliate stations wherever you're listening Welcome to the show. You can also go online to our website at wcir.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio. wcir.biz. You can stream this show every Monday, or you can listen to it in our archives as it goes right up in our archives when we're done. And you can hear it along with all of our other shows from the past six, seven years. Please share it with all your friends, all your family. We have listeners all across the country, all around the world, wherever you're listening, however you're listening, welcome to the show. My name is Tony Lestella. I'm your host, and I got the lovely Marcia Caputo from Veneto, right. Italia, here with me, my co-host. Hello, ciao a tutti, benvenuti ai nostri ascoltatori. I'm going to translate what you just say, because we are Italian, they don't speak English, you know. You never know. I'm joking. You'll speak English anyway. Well, I got to translate for you when will you speak English. Hey, 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 hey. Don't make fun of me, okay? But we do have to say benvenuti. That's all I want to say. I want to start to say that. Benvenuti. That's a very good one. Welcome. Welcome. Absolutely. So. Well, now you know, Marcy, we're going to get right into it today. We have a very, very special show today with some special, some special surprise guests, okay? But... We're not going to tell you who those people are right now. We're going to save that for a little bit later. But I, trust me, you're not going to be disappointed because our theme of today's show is, of course, what's the difference between Italians and Italian-Americans, That's which right. is the real deal? What's the story here, you know? So uh, we, our special guest, just to give you a hand, one of them is a real gritty Italian-American, and one of them is a real diehard Italian girl, and we're going to put the two of them together and let them fight it out, and, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Not a blood. Okay. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> I think we should start with our Italian news, which we started the program with. Yes. And quite frequently, uh, as you've heard me say in the past, when it comes to Italian news, facts are frequently stranger than fiction. So, um... We're going to start right in here. Did you know, Marcia, now this is a thing that comes to us from all places, believe it or not, Reader's Digest, that Italians own many, many guns, 
it's a big gun culture, almost like here in America, where everybody owns a gun. Really? But there's no mass shootings in Italy. Okay? No. I mean, you know, it's been very disappointing because in recent years, almost every week, at least a couple times a month, you hear of a mass shooting taking place. Usually it's somewhere in the United States, but certainly it's someplace in the world. So get this. Italians own an estimate an estimated 8.6 million guns, but they've never had a single school (laughs) shooting, not one, okay? They have have very, very few mass shootings, okay? So here's the statistics on this, just to give you an idea. Okay. Since 2009... There have been 246 mass shootings in the United States. Think about that. 246 mass shootings. That's Mm -hmm. like in what? 10, um, about 12 years. Mm -hmm. So that's like the average of about 20 mass shootings a year. That's a lot of mass shootings. Like I said, get a couple a month, okay? Um, And and this is where they're counting a mass shooting where there there, were four or more people who were killed, okay? In Italy, um, there have been literally zero, okay, zero mass shootings in that period of time. Zero, okay? Um, There was one that was uh, a racially motivated shooting, apparently, uh, where six African Americans in 2018 were shot. That was a terrible thing. Italian. No, no, Italian. That's uh, that, that happened in Italy, but it was not perpetuated by Italians, okay? It was these people were traveling there, and they got into some fight with some other immigrants. But in terms of there's been no actually Italians perpetuated. And it's well, interesting. It's yeah. even more in Italy, like my uncle, my cousin, they all have like hunting, you know. Yeah, it's, it says there are many people have, this is 50% of the guns are typically hunting type of guns. That's what um, they Anybody in Italy can own a gun if you're over 18 years old. Um, they do have, you know, you have to apply for a firearms license. You have to take a safety course right. uh, at, the, at the gun range to learn how to use your gun. And you cannot have a criminal record. And you do have to, uh, a, a physician has to sign a waiver uh, that says that you have no mental health issues nor, and that you do not suffer from drug addiction, Okay. Um, other than that, um, you can. Uh, there's rules where you can inherit a gun. You can uh, give someone a gun as a gift. But so that's that's pretty much it. Um, and like you say, most of the guns in Italy, they're handguns, they're uh, sports shooting guns, they're hunting rifles. Um, they're very few. The interesting thing there's there is very few of these. Like you're about all these. Uh, these uh, uh, um, military rifles here. I, I forget the uh, the names of them right off the bat because um, you know. Can I help you? There's that? all these uh, <laughs> these you know these military guns that are floating right. around and that private gun collectors own in the United States. They don't have that apparently, or not mm-hmm. much of that in in uh, in Italy. They they do have the, a constitutional right to bear arms here, like we do here. Um, but it's very interesting that Italy. I mean, you know, there is violence, obviously, in Italy. We know, of course, uh, different organized crime violence. We hear mafia violence. But this is normally people being assassinated, 
you know, or, you know, sometimes people are getting into fights, sometimes they're getting into knife fights, whatever. But interesting that they have so many guns there, and mm-hmm. yet they have literally zero um, well, mass shootings and very low gun crime other than, you know, what they can attribute to, like, the mafia or, like, those kids that shot and the drug dealer that were arrested. They have a low, that to say, example, make an example to explain to you. If I have a thief come in my house, they have a gun, I kill him. I go in jail. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. So I cannot defend myself. So a lot of times I'm scared about that. They're really not touching the gun, nothing. They're really, I mean. Now that's, that's interesting because that's the opposite here because technically if someone breaks into your house in America, in most places, that gives you a right to defend your family, defend yourself, defend your property. Um, I forget exactly what that's called. Something like right of castle. There's a term for that. But um, they don't have this. So if someone breaks... So in Italy, the- break someone in the house, you say, okay, do you need gold? What do you need? I'll give it to you. So we don't get hurt. We're not going to get hurt. That's what uh-huh. happens. Because it is. You cannot defend yourself. If you die, you can get hurt. You can go in jail, even if you were the right. It's stupid that people... I know someone, a father, he went in jail. He was still in court. Yeah. He, uh, the guy was raping her daughter. And he was... He was raping her daughter, right. Mamma Mia. That's who went in jail. He was in court to fight for that. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it is ridiculous. I mean, you know, you can't shoot that, someone they're raping your daughter, Mamma Mia. That's it's terrible. An, we have really old law. They need to be changed. Yeah, yeah. Time I, I say it like a Caesar time. I say they're really old. They need to yeah. be changed. Let's <laughs> lighten this up a little bit. We have one more story here before we go to commercial break. This is the Italian way for Burger King. Okay, so apparently, you know, even though there is, uh, you know, Italy is known for its food and for having great food, a lot of the fast food chains are making their way there and are becoming quite popular, especially with the younger people, especially like the hamburger chains, all right? However, there's a little twist that Burger King is doing that's kind of cool. So rather than trying to push down uh, the, the, the throats of the Italian people, all of the stuff that we eat here, Burger King is coming up with a special menu for the Italians. They have a sandwich they call the Parmigiano Reggiano Dope, which uh-huh. basically is um, this whole sandwich is made uh, on, on this um, brioche bun. Uh-huh. It has Parmigiano uh, and, and Reggiano and mayonnaise on it. It has a special uh, burger, a special meat. So they're kind of trying to make this a little more you- Italian style. One more. Cool. When I was in Italy September with my daughter, we passed McDonald's. And you know here in the States, you have in the morning breakfast for McDonald's. They have yeah, like yeah. The, um, the bread with the eggs. What do you call it that? Because I'm, I'm not really ordering too much of McDonald's. I have no idea. But right. they have eggs inside the, in the morning with a waffle. What is it? The bread. Every muffin, something like that. Yeah. That's right. Well, they have the picture in Italy McDonald's. They have a waffle with a Nutella inside. <laughs> That's great. Well, folks, there you have your news stories uh, of this week, and we're going to get right into our show here. Uh, We have a great food segment coming up. As soon as we get back from commercial break, my favorite part of the show, of course, because we're Italian, we love to eat. So don't go away. We'll be right back after this short word from our sponsor with more of the Italian radio show here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. E tu dici parto a Dio, ta lontane da stu cuore, da sta terra della 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony LaStella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. We're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Well, now, Marcia, as we've said before, our favorite part of the show is always our food and our drink segment. Uh, Being Italian, that's a big part of our culture, eating and drinking. And this segment is brought to us each week by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas. Folks, if you're planning something great this summer, make sure Tito's is a part of it because it's great for all of your adult summer beverages. We thank you, Tito's, for sponsoring our show. Now, here's what we got. Today's theme, of course, is all about the difference between Italians and Italian-Americans. And what better place to start than with Italian food versus Italian-American food. Yes, there's some recipes that even though you can go around the United States and you can see, see these things that are served in different restaurants, so to speak, that are that claim to be Italian restaurants, some of the recipes are actually not Italian recipes. They're Italian-Americans. And very rarely do I find a authentic Italian restaurant. I mean, when I say authentic, I have to say when people from Italy that are going to serve Italian-American cuisine. Although I've seen that, I know some guys from Italy uh, that have made, uh, on occasion for their customers, spaghetti meatballs, and they've made fettuccine alfredo because, you know, it's a popular dish here, even though their main cuisine is the authentic Italian cuisine. And we're not saying either one is good or better. You have great restaurants that on both sides of the scope, great Italian restaurants, great Italian-American restaurants. But let's talk 
about the difference in cuisine. And actually, I'm going to go first this time, Marcia. Um, we're going to talk about a family recipe that I have been making for pretty much all of my life. This is the La Stella Fettuccine con Polo e Zucchini. Fettuccine uh, with cream sauce, uh, with um, chicken and zucchini. Uh, great, great recipe. Basically, it's very simple to make. You make your fettuccine first. Okay? You get your fettuccine boiled in a, in a pot. You know, have a little olive oil and some salt in there so that it doesn't stick. And just before it becomes al dente, what's still a little bit, you know, um, stiff, you take it out of the pot and you put it into a big pan, okay, usually a bigger deep frying pan. Or if you want, you can just drain the water out of the fettuccine pot and you can, can put the fettuccine back in the pot. At that point, you, you're going to add some half and half. Uh, usually, depending if I'm going to make, uh, let's say, uh, if I'm going to make, cook a, about a pound of fettuccine, let's say, I will probably use two cups of half and half. I'll use a half a cup of butter. Um, I'll use four egg yolks, although you can use a whole egg too. Salt and pepper in a little bit, okay? And then basically, you, what you want to do is, is keep stirring it. Now, this is the trick to it. Yeah, I keep stirring it because if you don't keep stirring it, the fettuccine sometimes will burn and stick to the bottom. So you got to keep stirring that and you want to get it so it's almost so your, your, your food is almost to a boil. You don't actually want it to get to a boil because then a lot of times the, the, the cream will separate. So just before it gets to a boil, what you're going to do is you're going to add your cheese. And normally what I do is I add a half a cup of Parmesano and a half a cup of Romano, okay? Put that in, stir it all up again, you know, so it's a nice creamy sauce that doesn't get dry. You kind of have to watch your balance between the cheese and the cream, because you want to have the creamy thing. You don't want to get dry, and uh, but you want to have have the cheesy flavor. And before it gets to a boil, but it's real nice hot, you take it off, put it in a big serving bowl, sprinkle some parsley on top, and there you go. Your fettuccine with chicken and zucchini. Great recipe. I've had many like compliments it. over the years. That's good. My but turn. You don't do that in Italy. That's not Italian. I got so, two minutes here. Let right. me explain to you. <laughs> well, tell me your alternative. I always like the white cream. When you talk about white cream, I thought about tortellini alla panna. Classic. I love that. Tortellini alla panna. Now, you have a lot of different recipes. They have some that can go with peas inside, some with mushrooms, some that go with speck. You can use guanciale. You can choose have uh, fun with that. Yeah, I think yeah. the simple one is you can, like um, prosciutto cotto, just ham, mm-hmm. with the panna. So it's really easy to make. And uh, like you say, you cut the pieces of the prosciutto. You can get the thick one to make a little cube, 300 grams. Right, or you right. can shred it to put on top of the hand. You can do that too. Right? No call. But when you get the prosciutto, that's where you cook a little bit. Of Don't burn it. Just to warm it out in the pan, okay, with the oil, leave it aside. Yeah. Then you need to cook the um, tortellini. Now, a lot of people use water salt. You know my trick what it is? I use broth. Because use the broth, broth gives different flavor on the tortellini. What type of broth do you use? Well, beef broth, any type, you know. Oh, I see. <laughs> beef, chicken broth. That's interesting. I've never heard of that. You just give the flavor to the pasta a little bit different. It's said to be water salt. That you don't have to. It's one extra thing you can do. Now, uh, when you cook the protolini, same thing. Remove it really fast because don't overcook them. They will break it really. And not fun to eat it like that. Anyway, when you've done that, you can put the prosciutto, mix it with the heavy cream or fresh cream or the uh, crema mexicana cream. It's fine. That's the one. It's like a panna. We use panna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
here it's hard to find it. So that's where you get closure. You can use some butter to help a little bit too, to make a little parmigiano reggiano. Always in the end, okay? Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of people put, put a nutmeg, a pinch, a, really a little pinch of nutmeg, black pepper. It's really? Really? I never heard of that. That's interesting. Yeah. That's another recipe that I find to a friend of mine, and I love it. And then some basil leaves for decoration inside, and voila, and you eat it in a moment. Now, there's some trick you can put it in the, um, in the storage, in the fridge, I mean, put it away. People ask me about that. Yes, you can do it. Wrap it up. Make sure the clothes are really good. But I don't want to keep it more than one day. Yeah, exactly. And the same thing. Whenever you're using a cream sauce, it doesn't really reheat. Well, it doesn't reheat well at yes, all. Yes, it's more watery. It's it, but you got to be know how to do that just right. right. But there you go, folks. Your Italian and your Italian-American recipes, both great recipes from great cultures. The cultures are, are cousins of each other. They all started the same route. But we've developed our own things, and both are beautiful, your recipes of the week. So now on that accord, let's also talk about another difference, uh, which is, you know, there are ways that you can insult people either in Italian or in Italian-American, okay? Depending upon, uh, you know, how bad you want to be, whether it's a friendly insult or it's going to be vicious. Since I went first with a fool, you go first with this one, Marcia. Thank you. You're so nice. Let me tell you the first one. Don't take it wrong, okay? Faccio di culo. Faccio di culo. Faccio di culo, which basically your face looks like your bottom. Yeah. And trust me, folks, we cleaned that up. (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) You gonna, I gonna next one? Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about this particular insult. You wanna explain more? (laughs) it, 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 It is basically, um, you can um, say you say this basically if you're trying to embarrass somebody without constraints. It looks like, right? Right, right. That's right. A, yeah, you can use it that way. Okay? All right, let's go to the next one. Okay. Non hai capito una sega. Again, and again, folks, we clean this one up. <laughs> Who don't understand poop? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So okay. this is. Uh, then you can say this a little bit if you're if, if sometimes in jest. It's basically if somebody you got somebody who's a big talker and they're trying to you know like make some big theory about something and they're totally you off. You don't understand wall. nothing. That's the yes. thing. You don't understand yes. nothing. As simple as that. So now this next one looks like it's a pretty vicious insult. So oh, I'm gonna let you say it in Italian first. And that's what I want to say. Italian longer it is the um, sentence. Worst it is, the so better. So the longer the insult, the worse it is if you're in a tie. Okay, yeah. go ahead and give it to us. This is a Roman, okay? I hope I'm not the wrong way. I try to do your uh, accent. Excuse me. L'immortacci tua, de tuo nonno, de tua madre, e dei tre, quattro della pazzina tua. I can't even say it. Hold on. Let me do it again. I'll all repeat right, it. Right, do it again. Do it again. L'immortacci tua, de tuo nonno, de tua madre, e dei tre, quattro de palazzina tua. Oh. Which basically is they're saying, screw your dead relatives, screw your grandfather, screw your mother, and those of, of the three quarters of your apartment block. <laughs> That's a good insult. I got to learn that one if I go to Italy and you know, I want to really insult somebody. That's from Rome. That's- All right. Now, since you took so much time, I'm going to run through these. These are Italian-American oh. insults, especially okay. if you grew up like right the back east. First one. Hey, Einstein, you're a real stunat. So basically translated, hey, stupid, you're a real idiot. Basically, uh, the uh, Einstein part is, is, uh, implies uh, sarcasm because this guy has an IQ like a deflated tire. All right, the next one. Hey, look uh, out where you're going, you strunts. 
which is basically, watch it, you jerk. Usually this one is retained for use by Italian-American cabbies in New York City who cut off some, who get cut off by some stupid driver. This one can translate in Italian. And last but not least, last but not least, okay, (laughs) she has a faccia bruta. You got to make her walk backwards, okay? Which means she's so ugly, she should walk backwards because no one wants to see her face. So this one is a particularly bad insult that you typically aim towards an enemy when you see him out on a date with a girl so you can insult both your enemy and his girlfriend. And it typically doesn't end well. I'm in shock that mine were more worse than yours, okay? I was expecting from you that. Uh, Yours were pretty good, especially that last one. All right, (laughs) folks, there you go. Your Italian, American, and Italian phrases of the day with doing our public service. So, Marcy, you have picked out another great artist of the week for us and a great song. The song is Chiamami Per Nome. And what does that mean? Uh, Call Me By My Name. Call Me By My Name. Chiamami Per Nome. And it's by two uh, Italian artists, Francesca Michelin and Fedez. Now, are they, now they, they, their last names do not sound Italian, but I'm assuming they're both Italian. And Italian, they changed the artist name. Just changed it because of being, yeah, because one of them is, it sounds like Fides is a pop it's like rapper. He's a rapper, yeah. Famous rapper, it's a really number one, Italy almost. Uh, All right, it looks like this song was released. This, uh, it came out in the San Remo Music Festival this year. Mm-hmm. And then it was uh, shortly after that, it came out, uh, was released in the radio in Italy. It, is, it debuted at number two on the Italian charts, and it went up to number one. Again, one of the songs we've been talking, uh, that we're going to be uh, playing songs for you that the kids in Italy are listening to over the summer. So here's one of them. Uh, very, very nice song. Tell us the name of it again. Chiamami per nome. Chiamami per nome. All right, here you go. Oggi una maglia che non mi dona Corro nel parco della mia zona Ma vorrei dirti non ho paura Vivere un sogno porta fortuna La tua rabbia non vince Certi inizi non si meritano nemmeno fine Ma la tua bocca mi convince Un bacio alla volta come sassi contro le vitrine Le mie scuse erano mille, mille E nel cuore sento spille, spille Prova a toglierle tu, baby, tu, baby Sì, tu tieni a bocchella Non poco, poco rillo A passo Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com This is Tony Lestella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. 
You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. We are back with more of the Italian radio show, West Coast Italian Radio on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Our subject of today's show, of course, has been the difference between Italians and Italian-Americans. So I figured we'd do a little bit of a fun thing here. We have a forum of two of my really best friends. One of them is Asunda Napoleone from Ischia, Italy. She's living here now, and she's going to kind of represent the Italian perspective of this. The other is my paisan from back east, John Abate, who grew up like I did back on the Upper Easter Seaboard, uh, so an Italian-American of the true sense, and discuss the difference between these two cultures. So welcome, both of you, to the show. Hello, thank you. Good Happy to be here. But Tony, I have to correct you on something, that if my father, my late father, ever heard that Italian, he'd go to the roof. He'd say, non ti italiani. Yeah, I know you, 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 you guys are the Sicilians. We talked about that in another show, but today we're going to stay focused on, um, the difference between Italian and Italian Americans. We've already touched on the difference in food. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about some of the other things. Um, one of the things I think uh, being that I am, you know, more or less in the restaurant business now, uh, as at least one of my uh, side ventures, um, you know, restaurant going to a restaurant is totally different in Italy. Wouldn't you say, Asunta? I mean, that it is here. If you go to an Italian restaurant, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, there's no time absolutely. limit, there, right? Sorry, there's no time limit if you go. No, to- no, absolutely. So, first of all, we have different hours in Italy. You start right. the restaurants probably open around nine. And- nine exactly, because Italians like to eat dinner later. Right, right. And it's okay if a restaurant only has five tables for the whole evening. You eat for two or three hours. Right. right. You never get the check until, you know, if I go il conto, raise your hand and do it. Um, Also, they don't come and bring the water, you know, like here. They just fill the water. There's no ice. Right. And right. the water needs to come uh, bottled. And you have and to tell you want sparkling water or not Yeah, lisha or gassata. Yeah, gassata yeah, yeah. meaning sparkly, lisha meaning flat. 
But right. one thing, if you go there, make sure that the, they unscrew the bottle in front of you. <laughs> I got you. Exactly. Good, good point. And, of course, John, as we know, growing up in an Italian-American neighborhood, especially like I'm thinking of myself back in New York or Providence or Boston, I mean, they want to get you in and out as quick as possible. Yeah. I remember yeah, going yeah, to these pizza exactly. places. Well, you go to these not, pizza well, places, actually, they want you to order your pizza, take your pizza, and get the hell out. Avante, <laughs> Avante, they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, has that been your experience? I'm thinking of when we, even when we would go to those nice restaurants up in Providence, yeah. Um, you know, they basically, after about 90 minutes, they're looking at their watch and thinking, okay, when you, when are these guys going to leave? We got to turn the tables, right? Right. Yeah. I've experienced that too, actually here. And, um, um, another thing I think also that it's not a costume here, but I think that, uh, you know, Rafael is doing it. Um, so at the end of the meal, yeah. they always bring a complimentary drink. It's just a little shot. Yeah, and in Italy, yeah. it's limoncello, rugolino, or grappa. I have not found rugolino here. Rugolino yeah. is um, uh, a rugula liqueur. Well, you know, and, and interestingly, they, they, they do that in Monalcinos, too. For, for oh, now, nice. Sort of that. Very good. And now Rick is also continuing that tradition. Uh, and, and one of the things that we've kind of done there to kind of, uh, because, you know, we have a lot of Italian or European diners. Right. And because they like to eat later anyway, we uh-huh. typically try to seat the Americans the first couple of rounds. And then about 8.30, 9 o'clock, we seat the Italians, the Europeans, then they can eat as long as they want. Nice. You know, we're just there. So that seems to work out, you know, kind of for everybody. Very, very good. Love it. Now, another thing that I think is highly different between Italians and Italian-Americans, we did a really, really cool segment on our show uh, last month with um, Franco the Tailor. Franco, have you ever met Franco si, Marchio? Si, si, si. Yeah. I remember Franco so fatty. He's one of the best Italian tailors here on the West Coast. And we were talking all about style. I mean, when you go to Italy, you rarely see somebody go outside where they're not dressed, oh, yeah. dressed properly. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're not they're not dressed like slobs. You go to places here in New York, people. I mean, even Italian Americans, you know, they're they like they dress terribly. So that's, I think, a big thing. Style, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Um, I mean, to this day, even if I'm home, I do dress and I put makeup on. Even, yeah, yeah. Even if I don't leave the house, but it's true. And also, I see like Italian men in uh, in Italy, they wear like uh, I don't know, yellow pants, white pants, just. Um, Although they don't, they don't wear white socks, I hear. Italian men no, will not no. wear white socks. So I'm thinking, well, geez, when they play tennis, what do they wear? Well, maybe <laughs> that, but not, but that, but not to walk around. Yeah, you yeah, know? No, I get you. I and get you. they're more, I don't know, they, they give more importance on how they look. However, I've never liked a man that spends more time in the mirror than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, what's the deal? How come, how come our guys... Our Italian guys, I mean, they're, they're slobs. They're, they go out on the date. They go to the restaurant. They're slobs. You know, they have, pick up the girl. I have to correct the husband. I have to correct you on something there. You don't need to spend that much time in front of the mirror. Uh, all right, all right. You. But, John, I'm asking you a question. How come our guys are all slobs? John, it's your turn. 
Well, I'm going to tell you something. It's because of habit and so forth. And, you know, it's part of the culture growing up. But, you know, uh, don't forget, Tony, uh, going back there, a lot of them, before, go, before going into an Italian restaurant we talked about, many of them would go to the social clubs, you know, where they're talking about interesting things like yeah, uh, yeah. the first and second race at Santa Anita or what have you. And so they're accustomed to uh, being casual. And so that carries over when they go into the restaurants that we talked about when we went to Federal Hill and so forth, some yeah. of the good Italian restaurants, but they're still casual, too. In fact, many times they're too casual. Right, right. And, you know, I will say one thing, and I know that we do not like to glorify the mafia on this show, but one thing that I will say is accurate. I mean, anytime I have ever saw any of the, the actual, the actual real-life wise guys, they're one of the few people, even the mm-hmm. Italian-American version, that do dress up, that do actually look sharp and everything you know uh, i don't know if that's just because they have more money or they just trying to send exam what it is but anyhow you know no, i think i know what that is because when you when, when you look better you you feel different in front of people too people kind of you don't look less than so right, if, you, right. if a man in a suit walks in you pay attention well, I'm going to pick up on what you're saying there. I had an experience with that back in uh, when I was a lot younger, man. And uh, when I was separated for the first time with my ex-wife, uh, I, I knew somebody from high school that I always wanted to find out if there was anything more to it. So I invited her to uh, one of the top restaurants up at Federal Hill. And it just so happened, I come in and I'm just on a business, uh, just on a business trip, and I'm uh, all dressed up and so forth. The guy behind me, he says, I, I know who you are. He said, you're uh, Fortunato Abate's uh, a son. I said, no, no, that's that's my father's uh, first cousin. My father's Fortano. He said, oh, because of that, he said, what are you doing? He, I said, well, I'm meeting a very important lady here and so forth. He said, here's what we'll do. We'll put you in a room over there. We were reserved for, he mentioned uh, the head of the family. And he said, don't worry about any time limit. He said, anything you want, you stay there. And it's a thing with them lady. <laughs> so, so, so you're guilty by association. <laughs> well, now another thing that I think is a huge difference, and I mean, okay, let me preface this by saying, Family is very, very important, whether you're Italian or whether you're Italian-American. Family is very important. I mean, we all love our mamas. And I remember growing up, you know, with a big Italian-American family. I got many friends from Italy that had big Italian families. Of course, now they're saying that the family is going away in Italy. They're, they, most people only have one, maybe two kids. Same here. But a big difference in the family, I think, is... And the Italian-American family, and when your kids get 18, you want to rush them off to college. Yeah. And then you want to get them, you know, in their own job, their own place and everything. Because then you go on, you have your next life being retired and traveling and this and that. And I know in Italy, it's not like that. In Italy, I mean, there's some of these kids, especially the sons. I know mm-hmm. sons, after they've been to college, they got a job. They're still living at home until they're 45 years old. Yeah, until so, they get married. Yeah, and even yeah. after they get married, they might bring their wife over. Those are called mamoni. <laughs> I've heard that, the mamoni. Yeah, mama's boys that won't leave. Yeah, I, think, I mean, There was a movie, I think, they did about that. <laughs> the one thing, though, I think it's housing is hard to find, too, but that's not... One of the one of the reasons. It's just I don't know. Um, you know, I I think probably I need to shut up here. But <laughs> well, no, because I think you're right. Because even like when I look at Marcia's case, it's okay for the for the daughter to marry 
to move away yes. with her husband. But her two brothers, I mean, they're like 50 years old, and they still live like, first of all, they took them forever to leave the house, and now they like live within walking distance, you know? Yeah, and then, you know, as I tell people, have fun with Italian men, but don't marry them. They want another mother. <laughs> But how about, let me ask you this, Osanta. How about if they were a half-breed? Let's say they were uh, Italian and maybe French or Italian and Irish. Would that be acceptable? I don't know. I think the French are the same. They're all Europeans. I'm not sure about the Irish. I don't well, that's know interesting what... because when I, I remember when I grew up back east as a kid, we would never, ever want to date an Italian girl. Okay, we always went out with the Jewish girls. We went out with the Irish girls. Anything but Italian, because we thought, "Oh my God, the Italian girls are going to drive us nuts. The mouth on them <laughs> going to be like having our sister around all the time, you know." And just we had nothing to do with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the the community, maybe get out of the culture. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there are certain expectations that an Italian woman puts on a man. You think? I think? Oh, I know you for a while. You a little think? bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Folks, you're listening to the Italian radio show, West Coast Italian Radio, West Coast Italian Radio on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be right back after this word from our sponsors with a lot more Italian radio for you. Don't go away. This is Tony Lestello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. And we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. 
Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. In keeping with our Italian-American theme of the week... A great song from Roberto Casolta, better known as Bobby Darren, from New York City, Beyond the Sea, as recorded by the West Coast Italian Radio House Band, Tony and the Goombas. The sea, she's there watching for me. If I could fly like birds on high, then straight to her arms I'd go sailing. It's far beyond the star, it's near beyond the moon. Sure, we'll kiss just like before. Happy we'll be beyond the sea, and never again I'll go sailing. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the goombas, Mr. Dave Coleman on the drums. On the bass, you have Mr. Clipper Anderson. Jack 
finally on the keyboards we have Mr. Steve Rice. So now, Marchi, it's time for us to do our Italian events. We have great Italian events uh, that are happening throughout the Western United States. And before we get started, let's just tell all of our people that if you have an event out there that you would like to submit to us for our event calendar, please go to our website. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR. WCIR.biz and go there. There's a link there to contact us. Send us your event. Uh, you know, usually on the show, we only have time here to cover a few events, but uh, it, we'll have a, a calendar up on our website that has all of the events, uh, both the large ones and the small ones across the country. So let's cover some of the major events going on right now. Uh, and a lot of these events, of course, are towards the end of the summer, being that we're just opening up now. Uh, from our COVID lockdowns. On Saturday and Sunday, August 21st and 22nd, the San Jose Italian Family Festa is going on, an absolute great event that takes place every year down the historic San Jose. Make sure you go down there and check out all the great things they're doing that weekend from the main stage, the great wines, the wine garden, and all the fun for family and culture uh, promoting the Italian uh, heritage and Italian culture. And all those Italian festivals are always good for all family, kids, Absolutely. 
any age. So remember that. It's not just for one, okay? Absolutely. Now, Sunday, September 5th, up in the state of Washington again, they have this great racetrack there, Emerald Downs, fantastic horse racing track. They're Funny. doing Italian Day at the races. Again, this is sponsored specifically by the West Coast Italian Radio. So if you come out to that event, you can meet your hosts there, both Marcia and I will be there all day long, meeting and greeting people. And, of course, we'll have the West Coast Italian Radio studio band, Tony Lestella and the Goombas, playing all afternoon down at the track side between races. Other activities include bocce, wine tasting, pizza eating contest, Italian dancers, a lot of fun for the family. And we're going to be giving away free tickets for this event starting in July, all summer long, so make sure you stay tuned in. I was trying to you. I was trying to say, and the Goombas are going to be there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. The Goombas are always there. We always have a blast there. Okay, Friday, September 10th, Festa Italiana at the Fisherman's Festival down in Monterey, California. We love our Italian friends down in Monterey, California. Very active sons of Italy down there, a very active Italian community. You used to live down there, Marcia. You love San... I was supposed to say that. Oh, my heart is there. I love all oh, California. It's beautiful. My so make has- sure, folks, you check that out. Go, it starts Friday, September 10th, goes till Tuesday, September 14th, the Monterey Festa Italiana Fisherman's Festival. Moving back up to the Northwest, we have two big festivals taking place in September. One of them is the San Gennaro Festival, taking place on from Friday, September 10th to Sunday, September 12th, at the Casa Italiana Italian Cultural Center in Burien, Washington. And then we have the Big E at the end of September, from the 24th to the 26th of September, again, Friday through Sunday, Festa Italiana at Seattle Center. The big Italian festival been going on about 35 years there. One of the largest ones on the West Coast celebrating everything Italian. Moving on, and by the way, we will be at the Festa Italiana in Seattle. We'll have a booth there. We'll be sponsoring the big dance that night on the stage uh, and the Italian uh, talent presentation of all the different singers. Kind of a big jam with all the lead entertainers there. Saturday and Sunday... On October 2nd and 3rd, the Los Angeles Italian Festival takes place. That's the first weekend of October. Always a lot of fun with our Italian friends down in L.A. at Hollywood and Highland. Make sure you check that out. That's a great event. And we finish up the season out here out west with a biggie. The El Dorado Great Italian Festival taking place the second weekend of October, October 9th and 10th, at the El Dorado Hotel and Casino in Reno, Nevada. Folks, they literally closed down all of downtown Reno. They make it a little Italy. It's absolutely fantastic. Great entertainment, Italian markets, Italian food booths, all kinds of fun all weekend long. Make sure you check it out. And there are your Italian events. And you know, Marcy, we need to remind people that you can listen to us 24-7. We have probably close to... Uh, seven years of shows in our archives. Just go again to our website, WCIR.biz. Click there. Today's show is going to go right up when we're done, and you can listen to all of our shows. Share them with all your friends and family because we have listeners all over the world, and we love people listening to us online. And, of course, our after-hours show is going to be coming out soon. Radio Italiano Lucerose. Okay? That's going to... 
That's where we to cover all the topics of the day show. But we're a little more racy and direct with how we feel about them. Of course we are, because we're Italian. We tell you what we really think. That's a hoot. It's for 18 years and over. It's uh, obviously by subscription only. Make sure you go to our website. Check that out. That's going to be coming out soon. We have a whole bunch of shows on there for you to listen to. And that's pretty much it, Marcy. I've had a great time, as always, doing the show with you. <laughs> we'll be back next week, folks, with a brand new show here with the Italian radio show, West Coast Italian Radio, on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. God bless you all. A salute. Ciao a tutti. While rain is falling.